0: This is a podcast of two type A girls working hard to untangle the BS stories and expectations related to this illusion of perfection.
1: Life is hard enough without adding pressure to be more, do more, be the best. It's an ever moving target.
0: And so, in an attempt to inch closer to our authentic selves, the vulnerable, messy, and uniquely beautiful, we have decided to push back.
1: Bit by bit, we are untangling society's demands of us,
0: sinking in to our own intuition if something makes us feel more alive we're doing more of that if something drains us we're going to practice removing ourselves
1: this is a journey we hope you'll join us on together we will explore insights tips and tricks all in an attempt to help you uncover your truest most
0: authentic self all right we're here i mean i feel like you <laughs> say that every time but we are here it's like really we are here that is a good thing and it's always awkward to start these It's. We want to jump right into the topics, but we want to give you all a minute to adjust. So, that was enough time, right? I think that was 20 seconds in, let's go. <laughs> 20 seconds of awkward introduction, and we are ready to roll with the actual topic. Which is, <laughs> I was like, maybe we should just keep talking. No, let's do it. Um, The concept of accountability and grace. So, how do we... Hold ourselves accountable, but not be overly rigid or um, unreasonable, kind of expectations on ourselves and giving ourselves or others grace for yes. being human and circumstances that are bound to occur. In life. You,
1: at the beginning of our last episode, I think it was with Jess, you, or was it our solo episode? Whatever. The last time that you and I were on our call together, you introduced it, and I was like, Ooh, I like it, but it sounds tricky. And then as soon as I started prepping, like the thoughts were just flowing. So I'm really excited for it.
0: I brought it up, and I feel like in the past I've had a lot of thoughts, and this one actually took me longer than some of the other topics. So I'm glad it rolled off <laughs> for you. I think when you often, really often, like bring up this idea of black and white thinking, Um, I often find it helpful, but then sometimes limiting at the same time that I tend to often think of things in this like dichotomy of like they're on two ends of a spectrum, right? So accountability and grace, I think is one of those topics. I know I've said that in like the contentment versus complacency episode where in my head initially they were a dichotomy, two opposite things. And then as we explored, we found they weren't really necessarily. um, So I'm guessing that's what we're going to find with these two things as well. Um, But that's what got me thinking initially is kind of how do I hold myself accountable and have high standards um, to achieve or be more, do more, whatever those things are. But also like with ourselves, like life happens and be gentle with ourselves. Right. And I think both have played an important role, I would say, likely for both of us, right? And at times, we might have leaned heavier in one direction or the other. And so I'll be curious to kind of explore that.
1: Yeah. That's one of the funnier parts in my prepping is, like, I'm not even saying this as, like, oh, go us. This is a good thing because it can be to a detriment. But I think when the conversation of accountability comes up, for a lot of people, it's like, how can I be more accountable Whereas I think for you and I, it's almost the opposite where it's like, okay, I'm like almost too accountable or holding myself to too high of standards and how do I find that happy medium?
0: Yeah, I think this is an area I've done a lot of work on just in the last couple of years. We've talked about my last couple of years and just the amount of um, that personal development and growth. And for me, a lot of that has been around... um, allowing myself to take care of myself and honoring whatever those needs are. Um, And much of that at times like comes with giving grace. And so I would say three years ago, this was a topic I would have really struggled Mm with. Um, And I, by no means am I like an expert or have this figured out. And we say that every episode too, but I do think probably some of the things I've been practicing make giving myself grace um a tiny bit more natural which is encouraging right because if we tend to lean one way or the other and I think all of us naturally probably lean toward one or the other um it is encouraging that kind of with uh, intentionality right you can grow those muscles like we've talked about on a lot of topics um the more you use it or practice it, like the easier it becomes. Absolutely. I was
1: going to say it's like a muscle. It definitely gets easier over time. Should I actually prepped a definition today? I'm back on my game. I was about to say
0: it, but I was like, I could tell your face. I knew she was about to say it. Let's just roll with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Do you want to shoot yours?
0: Okay. First for accountability. Um, I wrote, it's a willingness or almost the feeling of an obligation, I would venture to say, to accept responsibility for one's actions. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that's pretty simplistic, right? And I think there's varying degrees, but it's that willingness and the detriment part, maybe that word obligation, right? To have such responsibility for our own actions. Right. What's your accountability then?
1: So I did kind of like one that like came to mind for me before even looking anything up or um, doing podcast research. But I just said it's doing what you say you're going to do like point blank. Oh, and I do like Mm -hmm. when I was looking things up more, I thought it was very interesting how a lot of it did come back to like taking responsibility more. So I guess I was looking at it on a different lens a little bit. Um. But from podcasts I listened to or looking things up, I said it's the obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. Um, and accountability means taking responsibility for your actions and or the relating potential consequences of those actions. Oh,
0: that hits, I think, the responsibility because whether or not – you lean toward action or inaction right like there are going to be consequences should you act on something or not and so I like that that you're being mindful of not just action itself but what could occur from that right what about your grace one okay
1: I didn't come up with a definition for grace but I I 100% incorporated this into my overall planning um I more so was just, like, to me almost, the grace aspect of this is, like, if we're looking at accountability on a spectrum, there's this extreme, Uh and I was just kind of looking at it as grace is that other extreme, but I didn't have a definition.
0: Okay, Okay, I struggled to just come up with one, right? And so when I was, like, Googling definitions, this I found so interesting. If you just go on, like, dictionary, get .com, whatever, right? There is over 14 definitions for grace. Lovely. And then I got to think about, I'm like, yeah, it's like you look graceful. Or there's a lot of like religious undertones. That's what I found. Yes. I did find one digging deep in those 14. And it was like number nine, maybe. I don't know. Something deeper in there that I was like, oh, I could roll with that. And I think this would be applicable. So it was... um, Favor shown in granting a delay or temporary immunity. Okay. That works for this. Right? So I'm like, okay, that... I don't know how to say that in a better way. And I... Those words are like, meh, I'm not in love with it. But the concept hit... It's that hit, pause. It's that pause, right? Allowing yourself to pause. hmm Yeah. So it was, like I said, the fact that a lot of it did like we said like leaned toward those religious undertones or even if I was like um I was like looking for podcasts and I had a hard time finding some for these topics and I kept typing like giving self grace and every single podcast that came up was like God's grace and same for many of you listening I think that is much of this right and may relate um or how you view it or how that speaks to yeah. you, right? And I think that's totally appropriate. And I think in that sense, in that spiritual realm, right, it's almost like God or whoever, mm-hmm. whatever, right, that higher power is. That higher power is giving you the grace to say no or pause, yeah. right? And that can vary... That could very much be what you believe and think. And I think that's totally appropriate and individualized. Um, As a general sense, I think today we will be talking about that same concept of like that higher power giving you grace. But rather like your inner self has the ability and the power to give you that pause.
1: Coming back to yourself. That's one thing that I found so interesting when I was digging deeper into this. Is that I think that the way we expect others to provide us grace and their accountability is so different from how we often respond to ourselves. Like I know if I had a boss or a teacher who was like held me to these extremely high standards and it was like if I miss even one thing then it was nothing. Again the black and white thinking like I wouldn't put up with that from anybody else and yet like that's I'm getting better at it but like a lot of times those are the standards that I'm holding myself to. Um, And it's, again, like going back to like providing ourselves that pause and really looking at how we're talking to ourselves and what's actually helpful.
0: Yeah, I did also write that whole concept of when we give – others grace and sometimes that's easier or often oftentimes that's easier to give someone else grace than it is to give ourselves grace and I reflect on that and I have a few tangents to that but I think that is appropriate to mention right off the bat but in both of these words right like I talked about in the leadership episode like holding others accountable and there is a time and a place where the role or the job or the Whatever. Situation requires, right, some accountability being held. Absolutely. Someone holding me accountable and me holding someone else accountable, I think that's almost an every aspect of life. Correct, right? So, like, holding my kids accountable or them holding me accountable. Like, put down your phone. You said we were going to have a family Mm -hmm. night. Or um, me reminding my staff. Like, we talked about this. Like, hey, guys, this is the expectation. And, like, in this situation, we kind of fell short, I'm more than happy to help us bridge that gap or problem solve why or how we can do it differently next time. But, like, in this situation, I'm holding you accountable that, like, you missed the boat on this. Yep. We don't have to live there. What can we do next? But, like, I'm going to hold you accountable that, like, something fell short here. And I want someone to hold me accountable to the same thing. Right? Like, I know you better than that, that your intention and your action did not match. Right.
1: It's... For me, giving a lot of ties back to contentment and complacency because it is, like, if we don't have any accountability for ourselves, then maybe we're falling more into that complacency territory where it's, like, we're not having that growth and progression because what's the point if there's, like, there's no accountability for it? Like, if you don't have that drive or, like, motivation to do the thing, you're not going to do it and you're going to stay pretty stagnant.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So many (laughs) as a side thought, I, when I listen to episodes and you say something and I'm like, yes, like I say that a lot. So me
1: too. It's okay.
0: (laughs) Luckily, I'm not saying like, no, I don't agree with that. I feel like we're kind of vibing on the same page. Um, with, with that. So we're saying that oftentimes some of that growth, right. Or progression is associated with accountability, And I think that's a fair statement, right? Because if we don't hold ourselves accountable to putting in the work per se, right? Mentally, physically, um, professionally, whatever, Mm -hmm. the growth isn't going to happen. I did have this epiphany that I don't want to confuse the grind, right? Like this in quotations, like the work, the hard work, the work we're putting in. I don't want to confuse the grind for accountability, And what I mean by that is we too are also accountable to our whole selves. And if I'm grinding and holding myself accountable in one area of my life or all areas of my life, it's possible and likely that I'm not my best self. I'm not taking care of me as a whole, right? So, If we're too accountable to all areas, right, we're not giving ourselves grace and we're not taking care of our whole selves because I'm also accountable to taking care of me and part of taking care of me is not always go, go, go.
1: Right. So am I correct in understanding that you're, it's almost, we've said this in another conversation before where it's like, if you're trying to give 100% in all areas of your life, you're not actually giving probably even 60 percent in any one of those correct okay
0: that's kind of where yeah my obviously my train of (laughs) thought you had to interpret it yes you're exactly what I was trying to say with that because I think it's really easy when you're going toward one of those goals right I want to finish the degree and advance myself and be the best mom and I'm gonna show up at every event and I'm gonna like Also, make sure I run six miles a day and, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, no one can maintain that, right? You're going to burn yourself out, Mm -hmm. and then you're not going to be able to do anything, right? So if you just take moments to pause to give grace, and I think we should dig into that and what that may look like, but if you're able to identify when you need to give yourself grace and then how, right? Because that'll look different for everyone and in different situations, But if you're able to do that, and again, we said, hopefully it's because, you know, it takes care of you, but it it might need to start with, it allows me then to do better in other areas, (laughs) right? If I take a break, I can perform at a higher level and that might be where it needs to start. We've talked about that. Um, But yeah, I don't think there's any way to live your life where you only have one of these two things.
1: You talking about all of the different areas, like needing to perform as a mom, but in your professional life, it makes me think back to, as we always say, like the expectations that society puts on us, because we, in many ways, it makes us feel like we do need to be 100% in all those areas. Um, And going back to the definitions, it's saying um, like meeting expectations, but one thing that I like kind of had a light bulb moment in was like, whose expectations are those? Like, are those my expectations or are those society's expectations? And so I know we're always like, we need to pause and reflect, and as if that's so easy, but it seriously is like for myself too. Like, I do need to make sure I'm pausing and make sure, like, if I am tearing myself apart trying to be accountable well let's like really pause and make sure that these are things that I even care about and then determining like how to go from there
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because when we talk about like the pause like my immediate thought is like who the hell is time to pause mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm in it. I'm doing the thing. I don't have time to slow down and reflect on why I'm doing and what I'm doing. And is this best for me? Right. But then I remember, and this is like going around at work right now, like so many people are sick or like, if you don't take care of yourself and pause intentionally, it's showing up your body's going to force you to anyway. Right. So like you've talked about during the week, go, 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 go. And then on the weekend, you're like, I'm exhausted and I'm spent and I need to just nap all day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't do that. But, like, in theory, right? And so, like, your body is going to force you to do this anyway. Like, your body intuitively knows that you need some breaks. So if you're not going to do it, it's going to force you to do it. You're going to get sick.
1: And you had said on a podcast before, like... I think I'm really quick to mention, like, if this is happening, you need to pause and really, like, dig deep and sort it out. And you are kind of like, maybe we don't need to do this every single time, but if we're seeing that this is a recurring theme where it's just feeling, (laughs) like, ucky or something's off, okay, then we're going to take the time to, like, stop and pause. So, yeah, like, not every single time, but it's a matter of, like, checking for what patterns are happening in your life.
0: Yes. Just that awareness, which we also talk about, too. I think I also, one of the first things I was writing down was this is very much like season of life dependent. So, some things may need to move to the back burner temporarily. Right? Okay. That's grace. Mm-hmm. I'm giving myself grace at not being the best 100 whatever all. role right now. So something else can take precedence and I'm holding myself more accountable to X, Y, Z, right? So that idea of like moving things to the front or back burners, um, or we talked about setting down those glass balls, like what can be set down in grace? I'm giving myself grace. I can't hold it all. What can I put down for now? Mm -hmm. And part of that definition was like temporary delay, right? So like temporarily setting this thing down. So I can hold myself more accountable to this other area. So I think that had flashing red lights to me too of one area of your life isn't going to always be in the front burner. One area of your life may not always be on the back burner. But that flexibility and awareness of when it's okay for things to be set down or picked back up.
1: For me at least that component of it being a temporary pause is so key because I think for many people that are type a and similar to you and I like just setting something down is not okay to us like this thing needs to be handled and so if we can take on this definition of grace where it just means I am temporarily allowing myself to pause on this thing so I can focus here but I will come back to it and even that like coming back to is just another element of accountability like I'm putting this down but I know I will get back to this at some point. When I can.
0: Yeah. I put um, regularly evaluating which things or what part of us that we're holding ourselves accountable to and then why.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So that regular checking in, that regularly evaluating, not just what areas are taking precedence or the back burner, right? But why? Like why right now is it important mm-hmm. That this thing is taking precedence. And there might be a really good reason. Cool. That other thing can stay on the ground a little longer. And that's okay. Yeah. And what I originally had in my head was like I was going to set this down for a couple weeks so I could focus on this other thing. A couple weeks go by. I reevaluate. I'm still not ready to pick that up. And that's okay as long as I'm kind of keeping a mental note of what things I'm holding where. Mm -hmm. And that could just be mental, right? That might be, like, I have that written down and that's something to, like, go back to and reflect on. Um, But I think that regular check-in with yourself in a lot of areas of life, but definitely in this accountability and grace and what season I'm in and all of that I think could be really helpful.
1: Taking that pause to really consider, like, what do I need to be focused on Or accountable to at the moment goes back to we talked about this with Jess we've kind of come up with this like method to approach Mm -hmm. things and so it is kind of like we're taking that pause and I I said it earlier on but kind of like okay I'm feeling like I need to be accountable to this thing but is that something that either I super care about or it's just a necessity like for my family or for my job kind of taking that moment to see like Is this something I really need to be focused on? Um, And if the answer is yes, then we have this whole element of like, okay, well, how do I keep myself accountable? And I would kind of love to dig into what that even ends up looking like in our lives. Like what... The accountability Yeah, like what is that? Can you give us a scenario of like something that you need to be held accountable to and how you
0: make sure you're doing that. This is so interesting to me and I think it's reflective of probably, not probably, of both of our personalities. Accountability is the one that's second nature to, second nature to me. So I didn't brain dump that. Like I didn't brain dump possible areas of where it showed up. But sure as hell, I have a section that says, where does grace show up in my life? Because that <laughs> requires more thought. Is that yes? like, yes. so as soon as you said that, I was like, Dang it. I wasn't prepared for that. But if you would have said, tell me about Grace, I could have actually, because that required more thought for me. Um, Okay.
1: I thought of something for you. Oh, great. Please share. But (laughs) it's because you've shared it before. Um, But I also don't even necessarily, I think you've outwardly said, but that's not really for accountability. It's just because I know that you and MT work out together in the mornings. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that started as accountability but kind of dig into that
0: okay thank you that's very helpful so when I was first starting a couple of years ago um in taking care of myself better right and part of that was like physical health and so the thing that got me doing it consistently for the last almost three years is yeah a while is joining a group of individuals. So at the time it was like very much on social media. It was, um, yeah, it was a friend's girlfriend who was in this community and she invited me to join. And so on Facebook, there's, um, a private group and they post like sweaty selfies. Right. So when you were done working out, you would post and you'd be like, yes, girl, I see you, you know, like in the comments and, um, We would have sometimes like Zoom calls on Thursday nights where we talked about personal development things and really, really engaging with that community and knowing that I was checking in and people would text me and be like, how are you doing? Like genuinely, Mm -hmm. right? About my whole self, not just physical health, like, but the personal development was big. And so that group and knowing that people had a vested interest and were in similar situations to me, not like we all have the same type of job or all had kids or, but like also we're in this journey, right. right of taking care of themselves in different points. Um, that is what started holding me accountable. So it didn't start with me all of a sudden being like, I'm going to work out five days a week. And then I was able to just do it. Um, it very much was tied to other people. And I think that's the first thing to note about that experience is the power of, Sharing. So whether or not you're doing that on social media or whether or not you're checking in with a text message group or um, whatever, I think there is a power. And I've heard this on so many podcasts not related to this, but just like if you have a dream, share it because then other people can hold you accountable and it makes it real. Right. Um, So I think that's the first piece I would say about accountability is very often especially when it's something new um sharing it and bringing other people in to your goal, your dream, your process um is super powerful. Having said that, it's kind of morphed where like I still do check in with that group, but my need to do that with like a large group and daily and numerous times throughout the day like As I've built in these routines and been able to take some of that accountability on myself, um, that's morphed. So it's not as often with that group, um, but it's become where me and my best friend every morning get on a Zoom. We don't talk, like it's muted and we're both working out, doing our own thing. But the fact that like she's going to be on the Zoom every morning, 520, both of us show up. Holds a different level of accountability. So there's some mornings, and this plays into grace too. There is some mornings when I'm like, I slept like crap. You know, the kids were up sick, or my dog was barking, or I went to bed late because of XYZ. And I just text her at 5 a.m. when my alarm goes off, and I'm like, not happening today, like giving myself grace. And her being supportive in that, right? It goes both ways, or like me being supportive of her and like, yes, girl, sleep's important. Yeah. Right. So like supporting that. But there's many other days when I'm, like, tempted to hit snooze. I'm like, dang it. If I do that, I'm going to have to text her. And I don't have an actual, like, need for sleep. Like, I slept a good amount, right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to get out of bed. And then I go to do it. And sometimes later in the day, we'd be like, I was so close to not showing up. Mm -hmm. Like, but I knew you'd be on. And just having each other there holds each other accountable while practicing and encouraging grace for each other um, has been huge. And I've had people be like, you get on a zoom at five twenty in the morning with your friend. I'm like, yeah, she lives 16 hours a week away. But like we do that because it's really helped both of us establish, um, routines and self-care, um, in a at a different level because we're sharing. Yes.
1: So a question on that, how would you respond or feel if when you're sending <laughs> that text, Hey, not going to make it today, she was responding, are you serious? Really? How'd you feel? Yeah, that,
0: that in and of itself wouldn't be healthy accountability. So in order, that's a good point to know who the safe people to do that with are. And I think you learn that through experience. So like, if that was happening regularly, or it was even like played off as a joke, like, I'm just joking. Do we need to do? And you're like, what? Well now you're like guilting me into it. And the reason to do something isn't because I feel guilty about it. It's because I have like an internal yeah. driver need. Um and in a healthy relationship, like that wouldn't be one that I would continue in.
1: Right. Right? Exactly.
0: So being able to recognize that and what healthy accountability is, and that's respecting the needs of the other person. And then it's this whole idea of, like, in behavior change, modification. It's, like, reinforcing each other when we are doing those positive behaviors. So, like, when she does show up, or I do show up, it's like, well, you look, like, I'm on the Zoom. I'm not really paying attention But if I see her do a move, like, texting her in the middle of the workout being like, you look so strong today. Or, like, whatever that is. And giving each other those little nuggets of, like, connection I think is really important.
1: My reason for making that point is because exactly like you said, like, that wouldn't be helpful. I probably wouldn't continue, like, using her as my accountability buddy. And yet, like, I know for myself, and I'm sure you've experienced that, sometimes say, like, let's just go with the workout scenario. Say that I tell myself I'm going to work out X amount of times a week. And, well, when that doesn't happen, I'm saying, oh, my God, you're so lazy. Seriously? Like, That's the way we're talking to ourselves very often. I know that's happened for both of us and I imagine it's happened for a lot of others. And so going back to, I think it's very, very important that we're considering the way that we are responding to ourselves in terms of accountability. And a huge theme, it kind of like took over my whole research or like preparation for today was on shame because like even outside of accountability, I have learned how much shame is not a tool like that is not successful I literally wrote down shame is not a solution here
0: (laughs) I we're kind of on the same page here because I took it in one way because I could think of I can think of many mornings where again in the same if we're just sticking with the same example like where I may choose to sleep like I know my body needs rest right now Mm -hmm. And so I choose to sleep and I say, okay, I'm going to choose sleep, right? And all too often, and again, not experts, this is still happening to me often, right? If and when we give ourselves grace, so in that situation, giving yourself grace to not do the thing that you usually hold yourself accountable to, blah, blah, blah. If and when you give grace, it's super freaking counterproductive if I'm then going to shame myself about it.
1: So there's- We just had this conversation- I can't remember what it was on.
0: I don't know, but this shows up for me. Like, okay, I'm making a decision for me, and I'm going to give myself grace. And then it's like two hours later, and I was like, I always feel better when I work out in the morning. Why the hell do I think this morning would be any different? Like, I made the wrong decision. I should have just made myself do it, right? And so, like, spiraling then into, like, shaming myself for making a decision that at the time was good for me.
1: It was the intuitive eating conversation. I just remembered because we said, if I really want the cake, but then I spend the whole time eating the cake just yes. being awful to myself, well, then I didn't even enjoy it anyhow. It's the exact mm-hmm. same situation here.
0: Yeah. I kind of, with this situation too, that led me to, um, a concept of like routines and I've talked about how important routines have been in my life, right? Because, um, I don't know what it was, but we were talking about sometimes that takes some of the guesswork out of it. Um, So if you have a routine and it's established and you're in it and you know it makes you feel good or you're doing it for the right reasons, right? Um, The routines take some of that mental energy out of decisions. So routines are developed for a reason. I think that's a fact. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But we, this is the part that got me. We have to be intentional with our time. So, if a routine or part of a routine is not actually serving you anymore, maybe it was at a time, we have to evaluate if you want or need to keep doing that routine. Yeah. So is it actually worth holding myself accountable to something if it's no longer serving me? Or am I only doing it out of habit that doesn't require thought anymore? Yeah. And it's easier to just do it and not think about it Than to actually dig in and be like, is this actually serving me anymore? Like, my needs are different now than they were when I initiated that.
1: It, like, keeping, again, with, like, the workout situation, it makes me think of, like, I don't have kids, as you know. But, like, it makes me think of, like, a new mom. Maybe, say, like, prior to having kids, they did have this routine of working out at five AM or X amount of times, whereas like in those early days of parenting, I imagine that routine is not actually what's serving them best anymore. I think that's a perfect example of times when like even though that probably was great for them in the past, it's actually not the best thing anymore.
0: Right. I'm curious, do you have any other examples besides the workout first of all for accountability? And then I would love to hear where grace shows up for you most often.
1: Mm. Again, like when I ask you, like, how does accountability show up for you? I almost, it's almost so a part of my life that I don't even know how to answer it. Cause I'm like, I don't think about it as much. Um, One thing that I've like really, I don't know if I'm directly answering your question here, but one thing I've definitely taken on in the last year or two is like, using the hell out of my Google Calendar with, like, keeping my events there and my tasks there. And I have found that that keeps me accountable for, like, following through on the things that I say that I'm going to do. But again, I have begun to use that, like, to a detriment where it's, like, I'm putting way too much crap on there. And then, like, I'm gonna freaking get it done. And I'm gonna be exhausted and pissy and miserable by the end of it because, it's like almost like i'm holding myself too accountable um so yeah the grace i guess like a way that i'm working on that and you and i have talked about this is like cam's in the room right now and he's probably laughing because he's like yeah you're a liar (laughs) (laughs) but the whole like 8 p.m thing like i am like i'm not great at it but i am working on like It's 8 p.m. and my list isn't done and I can move some things over to tomorrow. Again, I'm not great at it, but I guess that's one area I'm trying to incorporate grace in my life.
0: Yeah, I think that our, maybe it was our self-care episode where we said about like, if that Google calendar is working for you, and it is in a lot of ways, it's serving you, but just making sure that some of the things that you're scheduling are taking care of you and We talked about that a lot. It's just it's so easy to hold yourself accountable. And it's easier, if we're honest, to hold ourselves accountable when it's going to affect other people. Mm -hmm. And we have a hell of a lot harder time holding ourselves accountable when it's, quote unquote, only us that we're affecting. Right? I'm way quicker to cancel something that's good for me than I am to cancel A work meeting or an event my kids have or, right? Like those I don't even consider canceling usually, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's something that would have served me, I find a million and a half reasons to cancel those, right? Right. So just making sure that we're intentional. Like that calendar is working for you, have it work for you. But on there better be some times for yourself.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Or that's a growth piece, maybe not. I don't know. There yet. But again, just... (laughs) The Michelle Obama thing saying that you need to schedule, you need to be higher on your own to-do list is kind of. I
1: think it it, it was you. I listen to so many podcasts too, but I think you said like we're so quick to put um, work things on our personal calendar, but we also need to be putting personal things on On our work work calendar calendar to show that that's just as important.
0: Oh my god. We're our own podcast that we're referencing. I mean, pretty
1: cool. We haven't even said Brené
0: or Glennon's name once in this episode. Okay,
1: but I literally have highlighted in my notes right now something about Brené Brown. Okay. <laughs> Share. Okay. So, because shame was such a big piece in this for me, um Oh, and that is her go-to. Yes, that's like her whole, for those of you who don't know Brene Brown, which I don't imagine is anyone, but (laughs) her whole thing is that she is a shame researcher. And so, like I said before, shame isn't a solution here. Um, And just like a metaphor I wrote with that is, I think I've heard this before in a podcast, like if there was a parent or an adult teaching a child how to ride their bike And Mm -hmm. it's like they're falling over and stuff as we would expect. But if they're like, oh my gosh, you can't get this. You, you're never going to get it. Like all of these shameful, harsh statements to them, like that child's probably going to learn a a hell of a lot slower than somebody that had a supportive parent. Again, just going back to like, shame isn't the answer here. Um, But in a podcast I was listening to in preparation, she kind of like dug into the difference between guilt and shame, mm-hmm. which I thought was so cool. She was saying that guilt is when we feel bad for like a specific action or thing we did. Whereas shame is more so about like, just like labeling ourselves as a whole. Like if I'm feeling shame, it's just like you are a bad person, that very yes. black and white thinking. Um, And so if we, in terms of accountability, are just labeling ourselves as bad or unworthy. I'm sticking with the workout example here. Like if I am not making those habits or goals that I set for myself and I'm just being like, you're so lazy, you're never going to take on this change. Well, if I'm labeling myself as lazy and bad, like that's not even giving me the opportunity for growth. If I'm just telling myself that's like,
0: You've kind of predetermined. The ultimate
1: end goal. If I'm bad, like, well, then I'm never going to get it. Whereas if I kind of took on more of that, like, guilt framework almost of just, like, this is really difficult and it's going to take some practice and time, that's at least, like, giving myself, like, an inch or a glimpse into what's possible versus shame just being, like, you're not capable. This isn't possible.
0: Yeah. I posted on our Instagram yesterday, like just this blacked out version of my brain dump of this, right? But so you could see the topic. And so I had one of the girls who works with me, um, just respond to that post or story, whatever. And it just said, this is the only thing getting me through the rest of the semester or something like having to practice this often with myself. Mm -hmm. And so it just really got me thinking and I think just knowing some of her situations (laughs) all of ours currently right at work, is giving ourselves grace. Yes. Yes, we need to do that. But it led me to thinking about giving grace to others. And I think, I mean, we mentioned earlier, sometimes that's easier to do than giving the grace to ourselves. But I also have seen this come up where it's really freaking hard to give grace to like this professional in the field I shouldn't have to remind them for the 10th time how to do this. I shouldn't have to take time out of my day to make sure that they're doing shit that they should have been doing three months ago. Right. And this is happening. Right. And. So that whole idea of yes, giving ourselves grace, and yes, it's true that sometimes giving grace to others is easier, but there are situations where like, what in the hell? Like we have been doing this over and over and over, and now you're taking time for me and you're making me more stressed and all of that, right? So we start to maybe feel some resentment or judgment or we're frustrated and we're pissed and all those things, valid, all those things are valid. I was in my boss's office today, bitching about a lot of things, right? Just venting. And then moved from that venting to problem solving, right? After I got it out and he was like, wow, well, you're, you're on one today. <laughs> and I was, um, but that idea of giving grace to others and with that, if we're stressed, right? If we use a work example, like we're stressed with this current season of work, hypothetically and actually in reality <laughs> Right. Like if I'm stressed or like in this case, like my coworker is stressed, um, if we're stressed, others are too, right? So we're not out of this district or job or company, right? There's no way that only one person is stressed if situations are popping off, right? Many of us are stressed. Okay. We can acknowledge that we can give other people grace, but that's hard to do. Like I'm stressed. I'm still getting my shit done, right? We can move to that real quickly. Me, I'm pointing to myself, right? Like, the big piece of this to me is assuming whether or not it turns out to be true. I mean, starting at a point where we're assuming positive intent of others. Brene has a podcast on that too. Yes. Like, okay. She really does. So if we take that breath and we're like, okay. If I, I think it's easier for us to live in a world where we assume other people are doing the best they can. That was a good episode. <laughs> I love that it. one. Um, if we assume that others are doing the best they can, given their current situation, and we don't know, we don't know their situation in work, outside of work, all the pieces, right? Because no one knows your whole situation. Um, and I'm not saying you need to know the whole situation in order to respond in a positive way. But if we can just live from a place of like assuming positive intent, like we would appreciate grace in a lot of situations. So other people would too. Right. I think that alone is freeing. Like whether or not that's the truth, like maybe they do just suck and they're like, I'm just here for a paycheck. But if we can assume that they're doing the best they can, it allows us to like, okay, I can let go of some of that resentment. And even if it doesn't help them, I think it's going to help you. Right. Yeah. So I think that was important to me that like there are situations where grace for others is easier than giving grace to ourselves. But I think there's other situations like there are situations when it's very hard to give grace and assume that positive intent because of many factors. But trying to live from that place I think is going to be freeing.
1: But going back to the conversation of like accountability being on a spectrum, I imagine in this hypothetical situation that this person, (laughs) there was probably a time where you or others responded to them a lot more gracefully or felt that they had more space for that. Whereas I do think that like patterns and all of that play a huge role in things like this isn't the first time that that has happened.
0: (laughs) Yes, 100%. And I think that's where, like, I now I said all that, and I'm going to, like, counter it a little bit based on what you just said. Because in some situations, it is a pattern, right? And, like, that doesn't mean that people get a free pass. Because I think grace can quickly go to that, right? Like, now there's just built-in excuses for me not to do my work because this person is giving me grace all the time. Um, or there's a free pass for me that I never have to actually show up as my best self because, yeah. like, they're gonna be okay with things that are going on in her life. Like, I'm gonna give her some grace, right? So I think there is a point a to balance. that, right? Where, like, okay, that's okay, but there's gonna be a time when accountability has to come back into the picture. And not even back into the picture because I think it's unhealthy to be fully in a grace mode or fully in an accountability mode. I think. Can't be black it's, and white. No, there's this gentle, I'm holding you accountable Mm -hmm. while also acknowledging your humanness and the life outside of this situation. Right. And so that's tricky. Like my boss was writing an email today and he brought that up too. He was like, I don't want to come off unsupportive, but like they really did drop the ball in this situation. So how do we remedy that, but also let them know that we get that a million things are going on right now. So if This thing fell between the cracks. Like, let's just be honest about it and let's problem solve and That's okay. But we're not just going to let it go either kind of thing. Right? And there's a fine line there. Um, Yeah, it's tricky. The whole concept is black and white thinking. I think we lean toward that. And I know Jess talked a lot about this in the last one. We lean toward that because it's easier. Right? Mm -hmm. It's easier if I could just say I'm always going to hold you accountable or I'm always going to give you grace. It's that. Situational judgment that we have to make. Yeah, that makes it kind of muddy sometimes.
1: Yeah. And so, as we end every single episode, we're giving all of this I don't even want to say advice, we're having this conversation. And <laughs> the best we can do is just say that it's not simple, but it's something you have to practice. And as you're experiencing, it's like you have to really look at it based on the individual situation and find where you're falling on that spectrum. Yeah. And just be gentle with yourself. Like that's actually what how I view this is gentle accountability is what I call it. So finding that gray zone between me being overly graceful or overly shameful and holding myself (laughs) accountable.
0: What a creative way. You just put both both words together and you're in the middle of the spectrum. Wow.
1: As just if I could actually (laughs) practice that all the time now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. This is hard. This is hard. And I there's a time and a place for both. And oftentimes the situation calls for that blend. And it might be a little heavier on one side or the other based on the situation. But um, the encouraging thing, again, is like being able to identify where and how to utilize one or the other or both, mm-hmm. right, becomes easier with practice. Like you're able to analyze a yeah. situation and do that regular check-in with yourself and your different areas um more naturally the more you do it so exactly give it a try
1: with practice and building that muscle
0: yes so good luck um (laughs) it's not easy but it's worth it is kind of a common theme as well
1: yes and just a thanks for showing up and listening we would love to hear from you guys as we always say I I'm kind of curious what other people's tools for accountability and or grace are because I think we could all learn from it
0: yeah thanks for learning along with us like never pretending that we have it all figured out but just that doing the initial pieces I think giving ourselves some credit for like doing some initial pieces of researching and reflecting and more the reflecting. How does how do these things individually apply in my life? And that's going to look different for everyone for all the topics. So we hope that these just provide some food for thought, kind of in your <laughs> own development. It's all and you can if, ask if for and wins. That, that's <laughs> that is literally it. And if there's any um, desire to share, like we are certainly open and excited to get any of that feedback. So
1: yes, sweet be back
0: soon. See you (laughs) then.